Joe Biden, I ain't fucking with Joe Biden. Yeah. I said, fuck Joe Biden, fuck Joe Biden. I said, fuck Joe Biden, fuck Joe Biden. I said, fuck Joe Biden, fuck Joe Biden, fuck Joe Biden, fuck Joe Biden. I said, Joe Biden a hoe, I said, Joe Biden too old. Slurring words, he look confused, man. This shit must be a joke. Trying to take my Medicaid, I'll slap your ass, I'm getting paid. It's SSI and EBT, it got me eating, looking straight. Oh, sleepy old Joe Biden. Creepy old Joe Biden, boy, I'm beefing with Joe Biden Let me teach you about Joe Biden He'll smell your kids, he takes your checks And then he run off all excited He a bitch, he needs some rest He's dumb as fuck, boy, I ain't voting for Joe Biden Oh yeah, here's the auto tune. This is the end of it. It's hilarious. Joe Biden a hoe. Shout out to Kyle Combs. Really capturing the moment. Really capturing my feelings today. <clears throat> I don't know about you, Colin. Yeah, this How are you random, random guy we found on Spotify. Kyle he's Combs. Like, he's got like okay. 20 followers. What's, what's pretty funny is he has 200,000 plays on that one oh, song. Does? And then like 103 <laughs> on the next second. Because people are just always like Googling fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> like, we're going to find a second about Oh, by the way, some of them. <laughs> we're no, the funniest part is that when you go on to Spotify and you type that in, because we're just trying to find like an anti-Biden song. Listen there's a list of "fuck Joe Biden" title songs, like, and they were hilarious. Some of them, you oh. could go way down this rabbit hole, and I strongly suggest you do. Matt's favorite was Joe Biden "Stinky Butt." That's a real actual <laughs> title of a song. <laughs> it's really weird. You guys should definitely go it look that up. It was pretty freaking awesome. Thank you guys really so much for weird. tuning in. Season 3, Episode 4. This is our 24th episode, we just realized. Yep. Um, and people are still listening to us, which is sad. You've been listening to <laughs> us for an entire day. You've wasted a day of your life the, listening the to Colin and I talk The politics. earth has rotated one time, and you were still <laughs> listening. Oh, you will never get that time back. But no, for real, yeah. thank you guys so much for continuing to listen, tune in. Um, we're passionate about this stuff. Today's a little more somber of an episode than we're normally used to. We'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. What, what, what do you got well, to kick it off? I mean, we I can mean, talk about We it can now. talk about it later, or we can talk about, like, why did we play that? that F Joe Biden song because today is August 26th and we lost 12 service members in Afghanistan. 13, 13, 12 now. One more died. I thought it was 11 Marines. And one Navy corpsman. That was a, that was a medic. A Navy corpsman medic was killed. Also, So my apologies. Not, and I'm, and I'm sure the numbers will probably go up. I don't think they, they never have the clear numbers at first. So over 60 Afghans as well too. Yeah. And that's not to be discounted. So we have citizens, refugees and civilians and military members dying. Everyone's life is as equal. I mean, but this is a sad day for America where we did not have to have this happen. This was avoidable. We all know it. But this is where we are, and we're we're 100% tonight in a fuck Joe Biden mood. Yeah, I mean... Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Kamala Harris, too. Yeah, I mean, if you could find her. Ugh. But... <laughs> take a shot at her. I was just thinking about what I just said. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. She'd be cackling her way to the... Uh, yeah, anyway. Oh, I'm a sexist pig. Oh, God. Sexist pig. Yeah, you are. Misogynist. We didn't even do the, that, our typical Ben Shapiro intro where we no, say we the three. No, we didn't even say that. Why don't you topics. do it real quick? Just do the, do, put your radio voice on and do the three. 
Some of those are too. We didn't edit them. They have to be shorter than that. Oh, really? I don't know if I can do it. Quick. Well, anyway, well, we got a few topics. It. We got some topics. A, a few topics. We'll just go through them. We won't. We won't introduce them. So we'll go through them. Um, the first one we, we wanted to talk about real quick is we're, we kind of we're kind of laughing because Biden voters, right? There was eighty-one million of them. <laughs> 81 million There's people, the most popular, 80, the most popular president there, in the history of presidential elections. There was 81 something. I it was probably more around the 81,000, but 81 <laughs> million supposedly, but more than more than so Trump what he gained like 8 million since 20 <laughs> 6 million. Yeah, he, he gained like 6 million since the last million, time. Yeah. But Biden somehow smashed that record and he smashed like the highest Obama ever got by like some crazy number like 18, you know, million. Like stop. Insane. It didn't actually happen. We all know that, but we're not going we're not on that topic tonight. We've got plenty of podcasts if you want to look back. We've we've moved on. Moved on. We'll be back to that, I'm sure. Go back to like yeah. Hey, there's a lot of evidence coming out we might be back to that subject soon there's i'd love some, to talk about it the, the my pillow guy has not stopped <laughs> mike lindell is still looking for that evidence and it's true he's like at every trump rally it's mad funny they're still going he mentioned his name the other night at that alabama rally did he matt hasn't even that? listened to the last podcast i did on my own he doesn't even listen to my podcast but that that went through that. <laughs> so i don't care i just like talking to myself but no, seriously, like the last one was good. It had his speech, man. His Alabama rally it was good. It was good. I'm gonna check it out. So we're t- we're thinking about the Biden voters, and we're like, where are they? Like we used to be getting like Facebook battles with them, and like we're like they're out there. The only and, thing like, that they have, they're not even defending they were, him. They're not even they're not even saying anything good about him. All they say is like, hello, Trump was mean. Yeah, can you imagine? And he would have done worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He would have yeah. done worse. How would he have handled? Yeah, the proverbial. How would he have handled Afghanistan? Um, I don't know how he handled it for the four years that he was in office. He probably would have <laughs> put his boot down on every a- Taliban's neck and said, "If you do one thing to hurt anyone, you will feel the wrath." And he did say that. That's what he would have done. It's so. insane. I mean, we are like seven months and I don't know six days into this now. And, and and all of those that were riding with Biden are nowhere. They're gone. They're gone. They disappeared. Just, just I, well, maybe we can pull up some, get uh, edit some audio into the section, but just crickets. Hey, well, you know, where, awesome. where are the Biden voters? And just play some crickets. Yeah, you know, we should throw some crickets in there after. <laughs> hilarious. Um, so, yeah. So all these Biden voters have been watching the the presidency, and and I mean, we can name a hundred things. We we're trying to put some on a list here, but we've got the gas prices high, right? I uh, promised free school, free you know, free college, uh, minimum wage at fifteen dollars an hour. Uh, nationwide he lied about that of course it's a promises made promises lied policy so <laughs> um signed executive orders reversing all the trump policies of tax cuts um he tried to stop uh trump's order for illegal immigration to send migrants that are here illegally right back to their country that got overturned by the supreme thank court god thank god we have yep. some reasonable justices that were absolutely filleted during their confirmations, by the way. We won't talk about that. We already talked about yeah, that. Yeah, that, well, it's actually scaring me if you pay attention to what the justices are doing. First off, Biden's getting, like, he's got, like, 30 new judges, and, like, they're all extreme left. It's it's pretty brutal. But the Supreme Court, man, they're afraid of packing the courts. That packing the courts thing a while back was a, a scheme to keep put them in line and basically say, you better start ruling our way a little bit or we're going to pack that court. That's an And they did. They've yeah. already ruled. They've already ruled in Biden's Super favor a few times. Yeah, it's messed up. So he explored packing the courts. That was messed up. And, you know, we're going through the list here. Uh, the lockdowns and the COVID lights, we're still dealing with this, like, absolute authoritarian, like, put your mask on, get your vax stuff. We're still hearing it. 
Does anyone out there know anyone recently that's died from COVID? Yes, there have been deaths. There's people that are obese and they no, have conditions. No, people that are getting it now that I know are having relatively mild symptoms. Yes, it's, you know, and it, the, the variant is mild. Far. The variant is mild. They're not Absolutely. saying that. They're not saying that. No, and they're they just talking about how much more contagious it is yeah. as opposed to speaking of how dangerous really is it. It's really not dangerous. You know what it means? It's very contagious. You know what it means? Is the vi- this All right. In my opinion, my epidemiologist opinion, <laughs> I'm just I'm just thinking of viruses and the way they work. You know how they get weaker as the strains var- they usually the variants get weaker. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, they, they have these really weird strains right. where, where the, a stronger won't happen, right? But they get weaker, and as a virus tries to survive, it probably becomes more contagious because it's spreading itself out, saying, "I'm getting weaker. I need to infect more." No doubt. So there, I, I, that's just my opinion. I don't really know virology, but I know like these viruses, they try to survive. Like that, that's their that's what they do. Like they survive somehow. That's why the flu has been around forever. Right. Because you right. can't. We get a new variant every yeah, single just, year. This new flu variant happened. every single so year. So we know that COVID is basically a flu, a, t- a type of flu, right? So it's not going away. So stop with the lockdown. Stop with the masks. People are at risk. Get the vaccine. The vaccine's available for everyone. So if you're at risk, you can go get it. It's that simple. You can you can go to CVS probably right now. It's nine twenty five p.m. You literally could on get a the Thursday jab. night. You could probably go get a vaccine right now. I could get a, I could go get it at CVS right down the street if I wanted to. Yeah, it's one around the actually. That's where Matt and I are going. We're gonna get going right ma- now. Masked and vaxxed. I'm gonna go get our Fauci ouchy. <laughs> Fauci ouchy. <laughs> that one. <laughs> and that that I haven't heard that funny. one. It was pretty good. The Fauci ouchy. So another. I mean. All the Biden voters looking at this presidency just in horror, I'm sure. Like, what did I vote for? What am I doing? I mean, there's some wackos out there that are loving this. But how about how it's the least, I would say, least transparent presidency of all time? I, I completely agree with that. I think that the, it's been abs- it's been an atrocity. I mean, even the events that he puts on. Have you seen how late this guy runs? Yeah, yeah he just shows like, up whenever. He like, just shows up. up. I mean, we're not talking... 15 no. to 20 minutes late we're talking they push it back for hours 30 minutes an hour an hour and a if half if that was trump by day. the way they would be like did he have a heart attack oh my god is he okay yeah what is he doing how is met how is, his Who is he grabbing condition? by the vagina yeah so we've got the least transparent presidency every time you get these press briefings it's i'll have to i'll have to turn back on that one i'll have to circle back or biden's literally just walking out the room as the questions start he's turning around and walking out the room that's yeah which is mo which kind of brings us into our next part we want we want to mention how biden biden turning his back if you've seen his press conferences where he turns his back and walks out the room with his bald head in the back there it's literally becoming like a meme that he his how he's done it so often and it's getting so ridiculous that he won't answer questions because trump used to they, they used to not like trump because like his own team didn't like trump because he answered so many questions they were like shut your fucking <laughs> right. mouth right keep your mouth once. shut like he'd, he'd still be president if dude, he shut he, his mouth a little bit. He would walk by a reporter I'm 100%. randomly. He'd walk by a reporter on the way to the helicopter. Like didn't ever have to stop. Like and, and no stop and answer questions. And he would stand just there stop. all awkwardly. Yes. Yeah. It was wicked just funny. Stand there all awkwardly. But at least he was out there off the cuff answering questions. So you know there was a li- at least some realness to it. Nothing scripted. Like it was great. Yeah. So I mean, look at how unpopular this guy is, right? Right. I mean, this was the last point that we had on this on this topic was talking about. If you if you watch these press conferences, if you watch Joe Biden's speeches on YouTube live, they disable comments. Yep. There's no live chat, and there's nobody liking these videos. There's like yeah. thousands. <laughs> it's all of those. Like it's all the angry down. face. It's and like, like all the, the thumbs downs on they. And they have it's to insane. disable it because it's so bad. The feedback, like the comments are it's so crazy, brutal. This is the most popular presidential candidate. 81 million. 81 in million. In the voters. history of our nation. He 81 is million the crickets. most popular. 
81 million crickets. That's a lot of crickets. That'd be <laughs> pretty freaking crickets. loud, probably. Yeah. They're, well, they're loud, all right. There's freaking 81 motors. million. 81 million crickets, though. Could you, could you imagine that? Oh, God. Be deafening. Probably legs everywhere. So his, so, <laughs> so his approval rating, his approval rating's at 47% now. Yeah. 47. It's getting bad. It's, and it's, Who the it's hell are this forty-seven percent of people? There must be large swath. I mean, I, we also pro. I, I really don't really talk to many people that would support Joe Biden, but there must just be large swaths of people that are absolutely ignorant, uneducated, and uh, well, it's the it's listen. They have a large welfare state. They've kept a very large population of a welfare state, right? Not right. and if not welfare, they've kept people down. Democrats have kept people down their whole life. No so doubt. think about it. Are there more poor people in the world or more? media uh, you know uh mid-class and, and upper class there's probably more poor people than anything at this point really yeah. uh, yes yeah. there's the really middle class not is dead. A middle class yes yeah so you have more if you have if more you poor mean, people, I mean, poor people vote, i'm sorry now you don't just don't you don't survive anymore it's kind of like i mean it's it's weird to say but yeah exactly it's weird to say but poor people vote democrat for some reason like they like they think they're gonna get it's because they're, the, out of they're it. the welfare party, and they're always like, "Oh yeah, free healthcare, right. and free education, and free this." But they don't get anything the out of it. Middle class struggle and blah 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 blah. It's like saying, "I'm gonna put you in jail, but at least I'm gonna feed you." They don't learn anything. These people just don't learn anything. Yep. Keep them uneducated. Keep them freaking in their cities too. They keep them. They don't want like I just want like why don't these people want to live out out of these shithole cities like. You spend one week in like any rural town outside the city, and you're like, I'm said, never going back. I spent one hour outside of the city, and I moved there. Yeah, exactly. And I'll never go back to say I spent one hour in the city. Now and I'm like, I have no idea how people live here. I it just I don't understand well, how people live. They basically in the don't city. live. They just work and eat, like, and then survive if they work. Yeah, there's no They're work just, in the cities right now. Right. I hope people working. Yeah. Hospitality's yeah. dead. Hospitality's dead. Offices are dead. And there's nothing happening in the cities. Have you been in New York Lockdown. lately? Oh, dude. the co. Oh, come on. The COVID, the vaccine passports, dude. In COVID, I went. New York City? I went come to on. New York this City for ridiculous. my daughter's birthday uh, in in mid July, and I have never seen the the city so dead. I mean, there is just nothing going on in New York City, but um, it's, it's brutal. It's man. sad. It is sad. So Biden, we, we wanted to talk about Biden. How he's he kind of just like turns his back. Literally every press conference, he's he's turning his back, like literally, literally at press conferences, and he then screamed at while he's walking out of the room. The, the press corps, to be you know fair to them, they're like shouting questions at him, just trying to get him to react. And he's taking the bait a couple of times where he'll shout, he'll shout uh, back answers really. as he's walking yeah. out. It's kind of funny though because he it's always some type of gaff. He'll turn around yeah, he'll turn and he'll gaff and just try to laugh every single time. No, no, a gaff. No, like, yeah, I know, I know. He makes like he'll he he'll, makes like, a little joke. He'll yeah. make a joke or he'll just say something stupid, and it's so amazing. And, that, and that's why the press corps keeps doing it, you know, obviously. But lately, it's been no questions. I mean, he took some questions today, um, but he had to. <laughs> yeah, but it was he interesting. Was instructed he was instructed to. He was instructed to and given a we'll, list. We'll which talk about how he was instructed. We'll show that later. Oh, uh, we're going to be playing this clip of Biden's response after the bombing in Afghanistan today, uh, outside the cabal. Well, basically outside the <laughs> gate. I forget the name of the gate, but it was literally like right outside the wall. If you've seen these videos, like they keep. All right. So one of the points they keep making is that it was outside the gates. Like our military members are inside the gates. This attack happened outside the gates. It's the Taliban's fault. It's like, all right, first off, it's a 500 foot distance. No, they got in. No, they got no, in. no, 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 no. They're patting him down. It happened as they were patting him down to come through the gate. He's, they were at the gate. So 
What they're trying to say, though, you're already seeing people try to cover for Biden and say this happened outside the gate, as meaning it wasn't our, under our jurisdiction, jurisdiction as military. So they're right. already trying to say just because it was literally a foot outside of the gate that it was like the Taliban's fault. It's like, no, this whole situation was Joe Biden and his administration's fault. There should this is you should never it's have been the most botched withdrawal in the history of this country. It's been one of the the it's been the largest embarrassment militarily i think our country has ever it's, ever seen it's like horrifying to and watch. The, the worst part about it and the, the reason why i say it's so much more embarrassing than even saigon is that then at least the media could control what was being seen right now there's cell phone videos there there are people right. there are independent journalists even on the ground in afghanistan that there's no hiding this stuff from anybody. And no, it's the video's coming so out. Like if you wa- insanely embarrassing to see this. If you follow some of the same people we're following on Instagram, like the news.leaks or whatever, and you're seeing all this video of um, just like you're seeing the streets as it actually is, and you're like, wow, this it's is not absolutely crazy. Like, how can they try to come there. to a press conference and tell us what's happening and just lie to our faces? So they're lying to our faces. He is literally turning back to questions. And I really think like the iconic image of, of Biden is going to be like the back of his bald head and his back turned to the people because he's literally and figuratively turning his back on you and on military members being made all over yeah. the place. Of it. It's so funny. And he's so he's clearly kind of being puppeted. I mean, he's got handlers and we're going to point out. I mean, he slips. The funny thing is he slips. When he, he, talks, he is and he admits the, the truth. Sometimes. Gaffing King, like yes. his, his gaffes, his misspe- his misspeaking. It's it's absolutely hilarious. So we'll point out how he literally tells you like he has handlers telling him what to do, and it's, it's funny to me, but it should be scary for everyone. I already know the guy's a puppet. Everyone, I feel like I'm not. <laughs> I just no know if fans are buzz about it. Yeah. There's so it's not a surprise to me, but some people might might be like, "What the hell did he just say?" So we'll play that. Um, but before we go into that. We want to talk about Jen Psaki, the press secretary. What is she considered? Press secretary? Yeah, she's the press secretary. Yeah, press secretary yeah. for Biden. And the other day, a couple of days ago, Peter Ducey from Fox News, he's the only, pretty much only conservative news uh, correspondent in the White House rooms, br- briefing rooms. And he he's the only one that asks hard questions, right? They hate him. They hate him for it. So we're going to play this clip of Peter Ducey asking Psaki a question and her trying to fight back and deny it. And then a day later, some other evidence comes out. It's a, it's a really interesting little tidbit into how much they're lying to us. So we'll play that, that clip for you right now. Here we go. Does the president have a sense that most of the criticism is not of leaving Afghanistan? It's the way that he has ordered it to happen by pulling the troops before getting these Americans who are now stranded. Does he have a sense of that? First of all, I think it's irresponsible to say Americans are stranded. They are not. We are committed to bringing Americans who want to come home home. We are in touch with them via phone, via text, via email, via any way that we can possibly reach Americans to get them home if they want to return home. There are no Americans stranded is the White House's official position on what's happening in Afghanistan. Right I'm just calling you out for saying that we are stranding Americans in Afghanistan when I said when we have been very clear that we are not leaving Americans who want to return home. We are going to bring them home. And I think that's important for the American public to hear and understand. Strong words. Yeah, Jen Psaki coming at you, She bro. was very committed. To, we, there is nobody stranded in Afghanistan. It is not fair to call anybody stranded. Yeah, and did you hear Do you hear something when she says, we are going to bring home every American that wants to come home? Do you guys think, do you think there's one American right there 
where Taliban is in the streets screaming death to America. Do you think there's one single American that does not want to come home? The situation Who wants to come home? Is so, so If you don't come so home, bad. you're dead as an American. The, the thing, the, th- the sad part is this, Colin, right? The majority of people here in the United States are so incredibly fucking ignorant. They don't understand what the fuck is going on over there. The entire government has been overturned by a, a ruling power that we kicked the fuck out of there 20 years ago. Yep. And nobody really understands. I feel like I, I feel like I sound like Cuomo. You don't really understand. Nobody really how understands. To run how like like how bad it really is over there right now. No, the beheadings, they're it's not that bad. Terrible. They're not that bad. Just a couple beheadings. We have billions of dollars of United States assets that have fallen into the hands of what were our we deepest, have, darkest We have Taliban enemies. Taliban fighters flying um, Blackhawks right now. There's literally videos of them trying to fly Blackhawks. They're only getting like a foot off the ground right now, but it's like so bad. They have an Air Force. We gave them an Air Force. They have cooler guns than we can own. Yes. They have way cooler guns than Joe you Biden will take own. your guns. He'll come to your house and take your guns, but he'll give people <laughs> and that. And then he'll give them over to the Taliban. He'll to kill, to, to kill us. To kill us. Well, you're not put, You're not giving my Glock to the Taliban, Joe. Freaking Taliban. Come and get it. I'll hey. just run and hide. I mean, this this is what we're dealing with, man. This is, this is insane. So Saki, again, to that clip, is saying, there's no... There's no American stranded. Give me their cell phone number. Like, what if there isn't like service with it? Like, they're in Afghanistan. You think like everyone has like this freaking ready to go phone and like like dude. Well, the best they're part, relying on phones. Come on. The best part is this, right? The following day, Ducey goes at her again and asks about an L.A. Times report of dozens of Californian residents, United States citizens that are over there. That are stranded. So the, and yeah. she had absolutely no idea Not a clue. of the LA Times. Let's let's pull up the clip and play it. Uh, because her reaction was pretty freaking awesome. Getting caught ran- red handed. <laughs> Here we go. Irresponsible to say that Americans are stranded in Afghanistan right now. What do you say to the American citizen in Kabul that uh, Fox spoke to this morning? Her name is, she's going by uh, Fatima. She says, we are stranded at home for four days, three days. We didn't hear anything from anywhere. And they're saying to go to the airport, but we're not being given clear guidance. Our emails are getting ignored. We are committed to bringing Americans home who want to leave. And that is the president's commitment. The US government does not track our citizens when they travel around the world. We rely on self-reporting, not just in Afghanistan, anywhere in the world. People have to decide to register or not. It's up to them. Uh, individuals, whether they decide to register or not, wherever they may be. Uh, And if you register uh, when you're in a country like Afghanistan, you aren't required to deregister. The State Department also issues alerts. They have publicized phone number and email to contact if you're in Afghanistan and want assistance to leave. And for months, the department has been telling Americans to leave Afghanistan for their own safety. It is our responsibility and our role to work with and help American citizens who want to leave. Let me finish. I'm almost done, and then you can ask a follow-up question. Uh, In recent days, 
uh, they have reached out to. Uh, every American citizen registered in Afghanistan directly multiple times. Say no Americans are stranded. This is someone in Kabul who says, I am stranded. Uh, so is, is there a better word for somebody who can't leave the house to get to the airport because Jake Sullivan says ISIS is outside the airport. I would welcome you providing their phone number and we will reach out to them today. And I can assure you of that. (laughs) That can be arranged. Yeah, I'll send. uh, Yeah, I'm sure they're going to be able to text Joe Biden. She is getting so worked up. There was a, there's well, you get mad clip. when you're when you caught lying. There was another clip of her where she was like literally saying, "You get me their contact information. I saw and I'll that call one. them. Yeah, I'll call them. Yeah, she was like, "If you have anyone, you get me their contact information right now. Yeah. I'll reach out to grandstand, them, yeah. even though no, that's that's not more how virtue work. signaling on the part of the left. Yep, just more of the same. Just grandstand and say you're gonna do stuff and never do anything. Say you're gonna get Americans home and not get them home. Get them killed. This is it." <laughs> Biden's America, ladies and gentlemen, Biden's America. Americans have become dumbed down, but they can't be this dumb to fall for this again. This is like of epic proportions. It is pretty epic. Anyways, let's move on to the story of the day, really. As we mentioned at the top of the show, we had 13 service members killed, and I think the numbers are unclear right now of civilians, Afghan refugees. Over 60. They were, were looking, a double suicide bombing. Yep. Almost. Well, there was co- another was one coordinated. too. Well, yeah, there were more. There's more The ones that killed U.S. service members, it was a coordinated attack, two suicide bombings, one on a purpose and one in a vehicle. But they heard explosions down the road later on too. Yeah, There's yeah. other things happening. There's all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's back to and regular old Afghanistan. The funny thing is, is exactly, regular old Afghanistan, back to... Just just like Biden. We're back. I just we're realized back. it. We're, we're back. back. He built back better. He the built, boys he are back in back. town, baby. He brought it all back. He Terrorism, back. all the good stuff. Let's build it back better. Oh, man. Think about this, though. Think Let's about talk this. about one thing. So, you know, the, these these bombings today, you know, 13 U.S. service members. You're like, wow, you know, that's a lot of people. Yeah, it really is a lot of people. It's the most people since June of 2013. 2013 or 2016 i'm sorry 2016 no no 2013 no so in in 2013 june of 2013 oh you're right you're right there there was i think what was it a number of 16 15 15 15 u.s service members killed so in june of as far as service members killed in a short period of time the last time something like this happened it was a month span there was 15 people killed in june of 2013 in afghanistan in just one single day we've lost sitting in the guess who was sitting in the oval office who in 2013. Oh, that's right. Obama and Biden. Oh, Biden was sitting there with with his buddy, with yeah, his buddy, with his buddy Barry. Yeah, it's funny how that happens. And when Trump came in, he literally told the Taliban he didn't make a deal with the Taliban. He told them, "Listen, we're leaving anyway, but I don't want you to touch one single head." And for a year and a half in Afghanistan, we have not lost a soul, an American soul, not one, not one because of Trump. And and we're gonna play the clip of Biden even Biden admitting that. Biden and he says it verbatim. Yep, he says the, the reason why. No one has died for this long is because blah, 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 blah. Because we had a strong president, Joe, not because of the deal, because he told them he would crush them. he struck the deal. It was because... Well, he struck the deal, but they... they, All right, listen. The Taliban doesn't listen. They don't negotiate with us. No, right. They know that they would be crushed. So they said, hey, listen, this actually works for us. That's what I'm saying. You're leaving? You're making a deal with the Taliban. And it actually worked out. Dude, he's and they the, actually follow he through writes with their books side on negotiating. This is Trump. He is the he the king I of negotiating. Oh my god, I can't even believe I'm just having this revelation right now. He wrote a book about the uh, a book about the art of the deal, 
and he used to negotiate with business people. He's such a good negotiator. He has now negotiated people off of cliffs, cliffs like the Taliban and Kim Jong-un. Like, <laughs> this guy's ridiculous. Like, this guy could literally, like, negotiate with God at Heaven's Gates. He's going to be like, listen, I know I did a few things. I grabbed a few pussies and all that. But, hey, listen, we could do a little, we could work something out here. I mean, really, it's 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 actually incredible. I'm, I'm now thinking of that. He is, is the most insane negotiator. He's negotiating he with struck terrorists. struck a deal with terrorists. We don't Literally. negotiate with terrorists. Trump comes in. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't, do you? It's Let so me show awesome. you how it's done. And then Biden comes in and freaking screws everything up. But let's go on to Biden's speech. Um, this was his address after the bombing, the suicide bombing we just spoke of at the Kabul airport in Afghanistan. Before we get into his speech, though, very important to note that he sent out his joint chiefs, chiefs of staff and you know military well, commanders to speak he before he did the, the scapegoat, smart, which he was He sent hilarious. out the smart people, yeah, to scapegoat. explain things. Yeah, the scapegoats. <laughs> We're not going to play those boring clips for you, but let's just say they're a lot better spoken than Joe Biden. Just wait until you hear this. This is absolutely beautiful. And well, when when I want people to pay attention to the tone of his voice and kind of how he sounds throughout this, because obviously 12, 13 service members have just died. So he's trying to put on this somber kind of like sad. He sounds like he's dying. Yeah. And he sounds like he's like about to hit a hospital bed. Like he's. He, so, say, he literally sounds like he's dying. This is like kind of sad. That they, I mean, this well, is our commander in chief. Everybody, you, do you remember when like George Bush had a speech after nine eleven and like he actually looked like really disturbed and sad? Like you bought it. If he wasn't disturbed, like you bought it one hundred percent. Joe Biden is he's trying to put on that persona for the world of like I'm sad about what just happened. But Joe Biden doesn't have a soul, so he's not sad. Like I'm Kyle sorry, has been going off I'm con- on his oh, no, I'm convinced. Like, listen, I'm, like, I'm going to bring this no up. Soul. I'm going to bring this up in another podcast, and we're going to talk. We're going to talk seriously about this. I want to bring some other a guest on. Actually, someone Matt knows. I'm not going to say right now, but I'm going to bring him on and bring the spiritual side of it in because. When I say like you could sell your soul, right? People think like 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 kind of like a movie, like oh here's some cash for my soul, or like I get something in return, like I'm gonna make a deal with the devil. I believe that selling your soul is when you lose all your morality and all of your you know your consciousness to to do the right thing. When you lose that and you've so, literally sold yourself out to corporations and things, you I think no you lose soul. your soul. Like I think you lose your feelings. Your and you the can tell in gone. this. You can tell in this speech he has no feelings towards these service members that have died. Here so I want comes. people to pay attention to that. We're gonna be we're gonna be talking through it. We're gonna be stopping it. But here's his horrible answer to the this is terrorist literally this is absolutely insane. If you are not absolutely sickened by by this. There's something wrong with you. You um, might not have a soul. You might have to go get checked. You might have lost all morality. Might need to throw some, you know, oil on you or burn some sage around you or something. Exorcism. Throw some gasoline <laughs> something on you. Like. Something or something like we that. We should actually get an exorcism for Biden. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell would come out of that guy? Oh man! Here we go. Here is our Commander in Chief Joseph Robino Biden Jr. Oh. The President of the United States, after 13 American service members were killed in one of the worst mass casualty incidents to occur in the entire 20-year history of the Afghanistan war. Joe Biden, ladies and gentlemen.
and tough day. This evening in Kabul, as you all know, terrorists attacked that we've been talking about and worried about, that the intelligence community has assessed, uh, has undertaken an attack by a group known as ISIS-K. What the hell was that? I'm sorry, I just... (laughs) What what did he just say? Like, dude, I need to replay this beginning because... He doesn't, he's not even making sense that the intelligence community assessed it. What, what assessed are you talking about? undertaken. What is he talking about? This evening in Kabul, as you all know, terrorists attacked that we've been talking about and worried about that the intelligence community has assessed, uh, has undertaken. What? An attack. By a group known as ISIS K, <clears throat> took the lives of American service members, standing guard at the airport, and wounded several others seriously. He had also wounded a number of civilians, and civilians were killed as well. I've been. He's like mulling over these. Like, like if you watch him during this, he's literally just like mulling over the deaths. Like. Yeah, there's like some people killed and like other uh, more people killed too, and it's like disgusting. It's like, not like Claire. I mean, he. <laughs> but seriously, like, take this seriously, man. Yeah, no doubt. Engaged all day, in constant contact with the military commanders here in Washington, the Pentagon, as well as in Afghanistan and uh, Doha, and. Uh, my commanders here in Washington in the field have been on this with great detail, and you've had a chance to speak to some so far. The situation on the ground is still evolving, and I'm constantly being updated. <clears throat> These American service members who gave their lives, it's an overused word, but it's totally appropriate here, were heroes. Heroes who have been engaged in a dangerous, selfless mission to save the lives of others. They're a part of an airlift, an evacuation effort unlike any scene in history, with more than 100,000 American citizens. Actually, Joe, the mission was to <laughs> save our military. 100,000 American citizens. No, 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 no. We did not have 100,000 no. American citizens. I can't believe he just blundered there. Oh, yeah, he's blundering that. But, uh. he's, but he's also saying, yeah, they died protecting other people, which, which is true. At the time, they were doing that because you botched this so bad. Instead of pulling <laughs> right. them out at first, they had to go back in and rescue these people at this My airport. God. But the mission, Joe, was to get the military out of there. You said it was to get out of this war and no more service members died. And now you've killed we've service members. We've taken 80-something thousand refugees from Afghanistan. Yeah, what would you what did you text me today? 66,000 uh, Afghanis got out, but only 5,000 Americans. Great something, job. Yeah, it was Great something right job. around there. Yeah. That's horrible. American partners, Afghans who helped us, and others taken to safety in the last 11 days. Just in the last 12 hours or so, another 7,000 have gotten out. 
They were part of the bravest, most capable, the most selfless military on the face of the earth. And they're part of simply what I call the backbone of America. They're the spine of America, the best the country has to offer. They're very capable. He's right on that. The U.S. military is very capable, Joe. Super capable. They're super capable when you give them the tools and ability to do their job. When you leave them stranded with the wolves, literally the wolves are protecting the, the den. House. Yeah, like the, the wolves are protecting are, the house. The Taliban is circled the around exactly. the airport. And you've left them in that situation where ISIS is moving in. Yeah, we're capable. I mean, everyone's capable. Until this you this happens. You Joe Biden could have today, earlier today, before this happened, could have just shipped planes in of troops, owned those streets. He could have opened up the air the uh air yeah, base. They trickled in three thousand, then they increased no. it to five thousand, and now we're in a really, really bad situation. Uh, Why not send fifteen thousand? Get them on the ground, clean everything up, get everything out of there, get all the equipment secured. Get the hell back out The of worst there. part, which they're gonna, he already kind of explained, this wasn't a surprise attack. No. They knew it was coming and they did yeah, nothing. They, well, they told U.S. citizens to stay away through whatever means they had. Yeah. What are you freaking- Unreal. What are you going to put signs up at the airport? Like, After telling like them little, all, get here before the 31st. You know, the little, like, oh, no, wait, don't come here. You know, like deer crossing signs, like what are you going to have a sign, like, like suicide bomber crossing, like watch out, don't go <laughs> down this road. Suicide bomber zone, yeah. Like, dude, that's all, like they do nothing for these people. They're 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 doing nothing. Jill and I, our hearts ache, like I'm sure all of you do as well. For all those Afghan families who lost loved ones, including small children, or been wounded in this vicious attack, and we're outraged as well as heartbroken. <clears throat> Being the father of a. Army Major who served for a year in Iraq and before that was in Kosovo as a U.S. attorney for the better part of six months in the middle of a war. When he came home after a year in, a, in Iraq, he <coughs> was diagnosed, like many, many coming home, with an aggressive and lethal cancer of the brain. We lost. We have some sense, like many of you do, what the families of these brave heroes are feeling today. No, you don't. How can he even? I am so sick of the Bo Biden story. I'm sorry. I have to come out and say, I'm sick of this Bo Biden story. We're sorry you lost your son, but don't bring it up every time there's a conflict that you've lost lives in. This is one of the most sickening things I've ever heard in my life. Bo Biden did not take a bullet in Afghanistan. He was not attacked by a suicide bomber. He had a tragic disease, brain cancer. That he died of after his serving. Joe, stop mentioning him as some sort of cop out to get out of your blunders in your horrific, horrific pullout in Afghanistan. Sickening. It's sickening to use your his dead son. His son is probably rolling over imagine, his grave. Exa- imagine using your dead son as an excuse for this. Using it at all. Using it at all. Even if it's not an excuse. Even if it's just to to, you know, pull on people's heartstrings. Using that at all as some sort of ploy is it's disgusting. It's sickening. You get this feeling like you're being sucked into a black hole in the middle of your chest. There's no way out. My heart aches for you. But I know this. 
We have a continuing obligation, a sacred obligation to all of you, the families of those heroes. That obligation is not temporary. It lasts forever. The lives we lost today were lives given in the service of liberty, the service of security, the service of others, in the service of America. Like their fellow brothers and sisters in arms who died defending our vision and our values in the struggle against terrorism, of the fall on this day, they're part of a great and noble company of American heroes. To those who carried out this attack, as well as anyone who wishes America harm, know this. We will not forgive. We will not forget. We will hunt you down and make you pay. Ooh, tough guy, Joe Biden, everybody. Yeah, Biden in this part, it's weird. He tries to get tough. Like, he tries to look tough and pull, like, a Trump move. Like, we're going to get you. And he looks incredibly weak while doing so. He doesn't even look believable. And I, no so one believes him. Frail. The world does not believe him when he says this. I will defend our interests and our people with every measure at my command. Over the past few weeks, <clears throat> I know you're many of you are probably tired of hearing me say it. We've been made aware. Oh, he does that when he forgets what he's going to say. I know you guys are tired of me saying this. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so just just so you know that he forgot what he was about to say. <laughs> and here he goes again. He means our intelligence community. That the ISIS-K, an arch enemy, the Taliban, people who were freed when both those prisons were opened. Okay, he just said that ISIS-K is an enemy of the Taliban. Guess who let those people out of those prisons in Afghanistan? The, the ISIS Taliban. K the Taliban. Guys, they're okay, they don't like each other because they're in a power struggle for who runs Afghanistan. But the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? ISIS some factions in the Taliban let them through that checkpoint of no that doubt. bombing today no and doubt. let ISIS through if it was ISIS. They keep saying it's ISIS K. Guys, they don't know yet. It's been hours when this happens. This has only been hours. They don't know. No, they They're just blaming someone. They just yes, they just want to blame right? someone. They do not know what happened here because if it came out that it was the Taliban, it's going to be like it's going to oh, be so bad for them. Loose. Yeah. Right, right. Remember, the Taliban are the people we're trusting right now. We're trusting them to let people through the streets to the airport. It's disgusting. Biden is literally taking orders from the Taliban has been planning a complex set of attacks on the United States personnel and others. This is why, from the outset, I've repeatedly said this mission was extraordinarily dangerous and on why I've been so determined to limit the duration of this mission. As General McKenzie said, this is why our mission was designed, this is the way it was designed to operate, Operating under severe stress and attack. We've known. Actually, it was designed, and as this news stories have come out, it was designed to be out by September 11th. Joe Biden want this, wanted this big political move for optics yeah, to celebrate 20, 20 years. years. We got Ooh, out for 9 11. 
It wasn't designed, Joe. You would have took some more time. What a black eye on this entire country. Think about what- The most embarrassing thing I've ever seen in my life. Think about what he just said. I wanted them out so quick and speedily. So 20 years wasn't enough. You couldn't have just gone two more months, Joe, and done it right. I can't believe you said that was, this is the way it was designed to work. By letting, yeah, you know what? We're going to let some people die. Yeah. Yeah, this is by design. Sickening. All this is by design. I've known that from the beginning. And as I've been in constant contact with our senior military leaders, and I mean constant, round the clock, and our commanders on the ground and throughout the day, they made it clear that we can and we must complete this mission, and we will. And that's what I've ordered them to do. We will not be deterred by terrorists. We will not let them stop our mission. We will continue the evacuation. I've also ordered my commanders to develop operational plans to strike ISIS-K assets, leadership, and facilities. We will respond with force and precision at our time, at the place we choose, in the moment of our choosing. Here's what you need to know. These ISIS terrorists will not win. We will rescue the Americans in there. We will get our Afghan allies out. And our mission will go on. America will not be intimidated, and I have the utmost confidence in our brave service members who continue to execute this mission with courage and honor to save lives and get Americans, our partners, our Afghan allies out of Afghanistan. Americans will not be intimidated, except for me, because I'm a little intimidated by Mr. Taliban. (laughs) Mr. Taliban's kind of scary guy. Dude, he's he's literally intimidated this is the by sick, them. Most sickening thing I've ever seen in my life. We won't be intimidated. You could tell them tomorrow. I will crush you. I will demolish you. I will turn you to glass. Your whole homeland. <laughs> you could do that tomorrow, and you know, strike I'll the fear turn of God your into entire them. Entire homeland to glass. Strike the fear of Allah into them. But no, no, no. You're horrified of them, Joe. You are horrified of them. Every day when I talk to our commanders. I ask them what they need. What more do they need, if anything, to get the job done? As they will tell you, I granted every request. I re- reiterated them today on three occasions that they should take the maximum steps necessary to protect our forces on the ground in Kabul. And I also want to thank the Secretary of Defense and the military leadership of the Pentagon and all the commanders in the field. There has been complete unanimity from every commander on the objectives of this mission. Unanimity? Is that a word? The best way to achieve those objectives. <laughs> I don't know. What the hell? Una- he meant unanimity. Inspiration from the book of Isaiah. Unanimity? When the Lord says, whom shall I send? Oh, hold on. I, I kind of talked over that part. Let me go back like a couple seconds because I personally, as a Christian, I hate when people that have no souls speak out of the bible <laughs> no i this this irked me man this clip is worth watching if you're a christian it's so no empty it's just, oh man I'm, i wish i was kidding but listen to this he was preaching out of the bible joe never do this again when the lord says whom shall i send who shall go for us american military has been answering for a long time here i am lord send me Here I am, send me. Each one of these women and men of our armed forces are the heirs of that tradition of sacrifice, of volunteering to go in harm's way. 
yeah, Joe, send me. Don't strand me. Send me, but please take me home. Unreal. Don't leave me there. Like, you're the, you're the person that we're looking to as commander-in-chief to get us home. To risk everything, not for glory, not for profit, but to defend what we love and the people we love. And I ask that you join me now in a moment of silence. This is disgusting, all too. Those His fake-ass moment of silence. It's not even long enough. And out. Beautiful. Military and civilian. It literally lasts like three seconds. Given the last full measure of devotion. Did he just pull his phone out of his pocket? It literally looks like he just pulled his phone out of his pocket. 100% did just check his phone. Holy crap. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, (laughs) folks. Look at the look on his face. We just found something really messed up on the spot. Dude, I think he just pulled his phone out of his pocket. 100% pulled his phone out of his pocket. In the moment of silence. The middle of it. Hold on a minute. We're watching the video right now. May God bless you all, and may God protect his troops and all those standing watch for America. Wait, was this? Go back to like. Let's go yeah, back. Go back like another ten seconds. Oh my God! There's no it's way that's not a phone. Checking his. Phone. There is no way this is not a phone. This, this is, is when bombshell. I wish we were like on TV instead of on radio. This is. Bombshell stuff. He's checking his phone during the, the moment of silence. Oh my. I. This. I'm sorry we keep playing it black, but we have to watch him do this. Look, he reaches. He reaches reaching in his in phone. His pocket, he pulls it out of his pocket, pulls it in front. He's in text He's mode right now. somebody in the middle of the He's looking freaking. He looked at it and commented on what he saw on the phone. Oh my god, his look on his face. He's so baffled that he just did that. Oh my he god. just realizes how bad he messed up. He's like, wait, why did I just do that? <laughs> there's That's no a- way. There's no way like Ben Shapiro or anyone's not catching this tomorrow, dude. Oh my god. There's no way. Watch this. Oh, I I'm sorry. Guys, this is you gotta go to about nine he minutes. Just got, he seconds. just got a notification. Look at on, the on his face. He just got a notification on plenty of fish. He's got a message. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he just got a notice of plenty of fish. There, there are hot singles in your area, too. <laughs> <laughs> there are hot geriatric singles in your area. <laughs> he looked at like his, all the descriptions yeah, that baby. match him. <laughs> all what he likes. I couldn't wait for later. <laughs> there are young girls with great smelling hair that you can sniff in your area. Area. Oh, sweet. I love that. <laughs> I'm sorry. But what else could have happened to that phone? Like, what we, the this hell? Week... Look at the look on his face. You haven't heard the, the look, look on his face. The is look... hilarious. Hold on. I'm going back. I'm doing it again. I'm doing it again. Because the look on his face after he realizes I just checked my freaking Let's phone. Be wicked quiet, though, because I want to see if you can hear what he says. Because he mouths something. Yeah, he says something. I want to see you... if we can hear it. Well, let's let's see if amplify it. Let's see if we can hear it. Just play it. Dude, I can't believe we found this. Thank you. 
The blind look. Oh my god, the blind look. He just looks so confused. There's literally like... So sad. Yeah, it is, man. He's delusional. Oh my god. If you voted for him... And you're still proud of this, man. Please uh, call us. I mean, you're probably not listening uh, to us, but please call us so we can tell you exactly I, where I to cannot, go. I cannot believe. I cannot believe what just happened. I really can't. That's the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen. Pulling oh, out your phone. I, I can't believe the media is not all over it. Let's let's keep oh, watching this. Be. May God bless you all, and may God protect the troops and all those standing watch for America. We have so much. To do, yeah, so much to do. In our capacity to do it, we can do listen, it. Listen, we just have to remain steadfast. He's losing it, dude. I know. Steadfast. We will complete our mission, and we will continue. Oh, he got the notes out. He's got the notes After out. Oh my God, he just got the notes out. He can't see the teleprompter anymore. He's got the notes means out. By which we find any American who wishes to get out of Afghanistan. We will find them, and we will get them out. Ladies and gentlemen, they gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell. The first person I was instructed to call on. We're pulling this one back. We were waiting for this one. A 10-minute speech for 13 dead service members. At least he takes some questions. I am so excited to hear these questions because I only heard a couple of them. But pay attention to that part there. He was instructed to call on these people. Listen to this. They gave me a list. That's what he was doing. He was taking out his list, and he's got all the pictures. Remember, they showed it before. He has his little cheat sheet. He's got the pictures and the names next to him. He doesn't even know who to call on. He has no idea who the president is. I mean, listen. When he says that they instructed me, I want to know which Illuminati. Who's Who's the Illuminati that's telling telling you to pick on these people, Joe? Who is they? Freaking Bezos. They gave me a list. Soros. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell of NBC. You have said leaving Afghanistan is in the national interest of the United States. After today's attack, do you believe you will authorize additional forces to respond to that attack inside Afghanistan? And are are you prepared to add additional forces to protect those Americans who remain on the ground carrying out the evacuation operation. I've instructed the military, whatever they need, if they need additional force, I will grant it. But the military from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, the Joint Chiefs, commanders in the field, have all contacted me one way or another, usually by letter, saying, they subscribe to the mission as designed. You hear that? His commanders, they usually write to him by letter. Like, so we're, <laughs> so we're in can, a, So you can make sense of what they're saying. But we're in an Afghan horror show, and we're waiting for this postage in the letter, Joe. Unbelievable. We're not getting the emails. Your top commanders are, are handwriting letters like it's a civil war. They do it with their feather, their feather quill and their... <laughs> And they're a little inkwell, and they're yes. dipping it, and they have to dip it, and they, they write it in calligraphy. Yes, if I remember correctly, writing. in my military days, we had a, an inkwell. And <laughs> an inkwell and a scribe. Yes, yes, actually, there was a scribe that would do it for you, if you're old enough to know and remember, like I am. 
What? what? Usually, usually <laughs> my military commanders write to me using stone tablet and chisel <laughs> and, and, and Roman numerals. You see, I'm actually as old as time itself. I am a lizard person. I have been here for thousands of years, and I'm here to rule you. <laughs> he kind of looks like Zuckerberg right now, doesn't he? Yes, we are all in the same bloodline, Zuckerberg and I. <laughs> lizard, the lizard bloodline, lizard people. Oh, man. I spilt a beer while we were doing this, and it's like all over the audio equipment. <laughs> Still hell? working. We're good. And now I have no beer, which is the worst part. Oh, there's a sip left. There we go. To get as many people out as we can within the time frame that is allotted, that is the best way they believe to get as many Americans out as possible and others. And with regard to finding, tracking down the ISIS leaders who ordered this, we have some reason to believe we know who they are, not certain, and we will find ways of our choosing without large military operations to get them. This guy thinks he's Liam Neeson over here. I will find you. And I will kill you. I will kill you. <laughs> like, relax, so buddy. scary, Joe Biden. You're I'm so really scary. scared. Yeah, we're of all you. so scared. No one's scared. I, of the you, only dude. people that are scared of them are children under eight. <laughs> Literally, under twelve that can't get the vax yet. Just, <laughs> Don't give us the vax. Don't touch me. Don't sniff me. <laughs> Wherever they are, um, Trevor Reuters looked back at his notes. All right. Next. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, there's been some criticism, uh, even from people in your party, about the dependence on the Taliban to secure the perimeter of the airport. Do you, do you feel like there was a, a mistake uh, made in that regard? No, I, I, I don't. Look, um, I think General McKenzie handled this question very well. No, I don't. Dude, own your 13 shit, 13 people just died because shit, of that dude. perimeter. Own your shit. When you fuck up, dude, fucking own it, Joe. Like, come on. In the messed up part is, what, wait, later, Deucey asks him a question. He goes, I take full responsibility. Because he says, like, the buck stops with me. That was Joe's thing. The buck stops with me. I'm right, responsible. Right. And he says, yeah, I take full responsibility. Sorry, so so say it, Joe. Say what you did was wrong. Be specific. The fact is that we're in a situation, we're inherited a situation, particularly since, as we all know, that the Afghan military collapsed 11 days before, in 11 days, that it is in the interest of, as McKenzie said, in the interest of the Taliban, that, in fact, ISIS-K does not metastasize beyond what it is, number one, and number two, it's in their interest that we are able to leave on time, on target. And as a consequence of that, the major things we've asked them, moving back the perimeter, giving more space between the wall, stopping vehicles from coming through, etc., searching people coming through, so we're relying on the Taliban searches. That's what happened here. For those that don't know, there's a ring around the airport because Taliban 
controls at full Afghanistan except for that airport the military has Th- it. That's all we have. So there is a 500 feet away from the U.S. military, and they're actually working with the Taliban because they're forced to. They're searching all the vehicles and all the people coming through, searching, quote-unquote, and then they're getting through. So if you the don't person think went that through they're that shipping terrorists over yes. to the United States, they're shipping them to the United wrong. States one thousand percent. They're getting people through. They're, pu- they're on those forcing. Planes, they're 100%. pushing people through. They're pushing. You're probably going to see what's tragic is you're probably going to see an even worse attack. I predicted this that something was going to happen before this. I knew something was going to happen. Think about all the people packed at that airport. You don't think a suicide bomber is going to come in and freaking blow up? That's what they love doing. Anytime there's groups <laughs> and crowds, they love that's literally doing. what they love doing. <laughs> they see groups and crowds of people that they hate that they are they their love enemies. Doing it one time yeah they love it <laughs> that, i mean it's not even i can't even like laugh at it dude honestly because it's insanely bad it, i've been so quiet is. that episode because I, I don't even know what to say about any of the any of this stuff but like, think about that we're trusting ugh. the taliban and oh yeah we're, we're it's so sickening like, dude you're disgusting you're basically saying uh no i i did it all right i did it right i'm I've, come on of course i did it right i've got a taliban perimeter who could have done it better it is not what you call a tightly commanded regimented operation like the U.S. is, the military is, but they're acting in their interest, their interest. Joe, their interest is death to America, the great Satan. They want to kill Americans. So do you think when we're walking out the door, they're not going to take a couple shots at us? They've already tried. There's there's been reports that are already trying to shoot down the planes. The C-16s, the transport planes that are leaving, they've already taken a couple shots at them. We don't know who it is. Yeah, and they're going to be shooting us with our own weapons. Exactly. You don't think that they are going to take a couple shots at us on the way out the door? We've been killing their brothers and sisters for years in Afghanistan. 20 years. 20 years. You don't think they're going to come at us with everything they got last second? This is their time. They run that country right now, and he knows it. Biden has a fear of God in him right now because he knows what they can do right now. And so, by and large, and I've asked the same question to military on the ground, whether or not it's a useful exercise, no one trusts them. We're just counting on their self-interest. I don't trust them. I'm just counting on them. To generate their activities. And it's in their self-interest that we leave when we said and that we get as many people out as we can. Like I said, even in the midst of everything that happened today, over 7,000 people we've gotten out, over 5,000 Americans over. So uh, it's not a matter of trust. It's a matter of mutual self-interest. And, uh, but there is no evidence thus far that I've been given as a consequence by any of our commanders in the field that there has been collusion between the Taliban and ISIS in carrying out what happened today. Both. So they don't, they believe in collusion with Trump. They love that word, Trump and Russia. But we don't, we don't think there's any collusion between the Taliban and ISIS. They don't talk at all. Oh, yeah, Joe. Yeah, all right, buddy. In front of the hotel and what is expected to continue for uh, beyond today. Um, Amir, Associated Press. Oh, 
Thank you, Mr. President. You have spoken, um, again, powerfully about uh, your own son and the weight of these decisions. With that in mind, and also what you've said, um, that the longer we stay, the more likelihood that there would be a major attack. How do you weigh staying even one more day, considering what's happened? Because I think what America says matters. What we say we're going to do in the context in which we say we're going to do it, that we do it, unless something exceptional changes. Like a suicide bombing of 13 people there dead, Joe? There, well, more like 70-something? American citizens. There are additional green Do something, holders. Joe. There are additional personnel of our allies. There are additional SIV card holders. There are additional Afghans that have helped us. And there are additional groups of individuals that have <coughs> contacted us from women's groups to NGOs and others who have expressly indicated they want to get out and have gathered in certain circumstances in groups on buses and other means that still presents the opportunity for in the next several days between now and the 31st to be able to get them out. Not true. And Not true. They have like three days left because they got the last two days are going to be all military. We can do that knowing the threat, knowing that we may very well have another attack. The military has concluded that's what we should do. I think they're right. Yeah, put more people at risk. Kill more people. That's what they should do. And after that, when you have the full weight of a superpower, don't do anything, Joe. uh, Great job. Circumstance where there are, will be, I believe, numerous opportunities to continue to provide access for additional persons to get out of Afghanistan, either through means that we provide and or are provided through in cooperation with the Taliban. They're not good guys, the Taliban. I'm not suggesting that at all. But they have keen interest. As many of you have been reporting, they very much would like to figure out how to keep the airport open. They don't have the capacity to do it. They very much are trying to figure out whether or not they can uh, maintain what is a portion of an economy that has become not robust, but fundamentally different than it had been. And so there's a lot of reasons why they have reached out, not just to us, but to others, as to why it would be continued in their interest to get more of the personnel we want to get out we can locate them. Now, there's not many left that we can assess that are, want to come out. There's some Americans we've identified, we've contacted the vast majority of them, not all of them, who don't want to leave because they have sign- they're dual nationals, they have extended oh, families. Stop, Joe. No one wants to stay. And there's others who <laughs> Such uh, lies, are dude. looking for the time. So that's why we continue. I'll take a few more questions and... Uh, 
But you, sir. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, okay. uh, you say that what America says matters. Um, what do you say to the Afghans who helped tr troops um, who may not be able to get out by August 31st? I what, say we're going to continue to try to get you out. It matters. Look, I know of no conflict as a student of history, no conflict where when a war was ending, one side was able to guarantee that everyone they wanted to be extracted from that country would get out. And think about it, folks. I think it's important. For, I know the American people get this in their gut. There are, I would argue, millions of Afghani citizens who are not Taliban, who did not actively cooperate with us as SIVs, who have given a chance, they'd be on board a plane tomorrow. It sounds ridiculous, but the vast majority of people in communities like that want to come to America, given a choice. And they're sneaking so, on the planes. Getting yeah, every single person coming. out is, can't be guaranteed by anybody because there's a determination all who wants to get out as well. At any rate, it's a process. I was really pointing to you, but you, sir. Um, thank you, Mr. President. There are reports that U.S. officials provided the Taliban with names of Americans and Afghan officials uh, to evacuate. Were you aware of that? Did that happen? And then, sir, did you personally reject a recommendation to hold or to recapture Bagram Air Force Base? Here's what I've done. On the, let's ask this, answer the last question first. On the tactical questions of how to conduct an evacuation. He could have reclaimed the base and like this all would have been over. I gather up that air, that air base. All the major military personnel but, yeah. that are in Afghanistan, the commanders, as well as the Pentagon. And I ask for their best military judgment. What would be the most efficient way to accomplish the mission? They concluded, the military, that Bagram was not much value added, that it was much wiser to focus on Kabul. And so I followed that recommendation. With regard to, there are certain circumstances where we've gotten information, and quite frankly, sometimes from some of you, saying you know of such and such a group of people or trying to get out, and they're on a bus, they're moving from other people. And this is their location. Let's and skip ahead. Should we skip ahead to uh, Ducey's question? Our military has contacted their military right. counterparts in the Taliban and said this. So is sick of hearing this, this guy talk. <laughs> X number of people on it. Yeah, the people. Made up of the following group of people. We want you to let that bus or that group through. So, yes, there have been occasions like that. And to the best of my knowledge, in those cases, the bulk of that has occurred. They've been let through. But I can't tell you with any certitude 
that there's actually been a list of names. I know there may have been, but I know. Certitude? No is that another meetup? Certitude. Another meetup once. Certitude. You Google it. People, they're coming, let them through. It could very he well certainty. happen. I'll take one more question. Wait, 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 wait. Let me take the one question from the most interesting guy that I know in the This press. is a good one. Peter Ducey. That's you. Mr. President, there had not been a U.S. service member killed in combat in Afghanistan since February of 2020. You set a deadline, you pulled troops out, you sent troops back in, and now 12 Marines are dead. You said the buck stops with you. Do you bear any responsibility for the way that things have unfolded in the last two weeks? I bear responsibility for fundamentally all that's happened of late. But here's the deal. You know, I wish you'd one day say these things. So get defensive. You know, as well as I do, that a former president made a deal with the Taliban that he would get all American forces out of Afghanistan by May 1. In return, the commitment was made, and that was a year before. In return, he was given a commitment that the Taliban would continue to attack others but would not attack any American forces. Think about what Trump did there. He made a deal. He negotiated, like we spoke earlier, negotiated with the Taliban and stopped deaths of Americans for a year and a half the just worst, by his negotiation. Some of the worst people on the face of the planet. Yeah. How negotiated great with them and, and actually struck a deal with them. Struck a deal with them. And put the fear of God in him and basically said, we're going to leave. And he, he said this on his speech the other night. We're going to leave whenever we damn want. That's our kind of our goal. But we're going to leave whenever we want. And you're not going to touch a head. Or we'll put you in the ground. Yep. But Biden, on the other hand, they see him, they say, oh, weak guy. And they took over. Remember that? Trying to blame Trump. I'm being serious. No, I'm asking you a question. uh, Because before... No, 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 wait a minute. I'm asking you a question. Peter Ducey's like, Donald Trump is not the president. Biden puts his head down. It gets so awkward. He can't take a serious question. I think... They have an issue that people are likely to get hurt. Some, as we've seen, have gotten killed, and that it is messy. The reason why, whether my friend will acknowledge it or has reported it, the reason why there were no attacks on Americans, as you said, from the date until I came into office, was because the commitment was made by President Trump, I will be out by May 1st. In the meantime, you agree not to attack any Americans. That was the deal. That's why no American was attacked. Yes, I do. Because look at it this way, folks. And I'm going to, I have another meeting for it's real. Like a freaking car salesman. He's about to turn his back, saying he's got meetings. Imagine where we'd be. If I had indicated on May the 1st, I was not going to renegotiate an evacuation date, we were going to stay there. I'd have only one alternative, pour thousands of more troops back into Afghanistan to fight a war that we had already won relative to why the reason we went in the first place. I have never been of the view that we should be sacrificing American lives 
to try to establish a democratic government in Afghanistan, a country that has never once in its entire history been a united country. I agree with him. And here. is made up. The only thing I've ever. I don't mean this in a derogatory. Made yeah, up. But everyone has always thought that it's not about that. It's about how never, we withdrew. Ever, ever yeah, you know, no, no, no. We want to listen to this part right here. Hold and on. so, back this as up I a second. It is pretty true. This one part. This is the only thing I've ever agreed with Joe Biden on. Let's listen to this one more time. And is made up. I don't mean this in a derogatory. Made up of different tribes who have never, ever, ever gotten along with one another. Yeah, but and that's so, what everyone knew that. I, I mean, before, we know right. we know the story over there. It's not that, Joe. That's not the failure. It's not the failure, 100%. The failure is the withdrawal. We, we Americans agree. We don't want to be in this war. It's Osama stupid. We should have went in and kicked our ass in one day and well left. Al-Qaeda had chosen... But the fucking warmongers, man, they want to keep that war machine going. Raytheon and Textron, all the defense contractors. Yemen. Would we have ever gone to Afghanistan? Even though the Taliban completely controlled Afghanistan at the time, would we have ever gone? I know it's not fair to ask you questions. It's rhetorical, but raise your hand if you think we should have gone and given up thousands of lives and tens of thousands of wounded. Our interest in going was to prevent Al-Qaeda from reemerging, first to get bin Laden, wipe out Al-Qaeda in Afghanistan, prevent that from happening again. As I've said a hundred times. By the way, he didn't want to get bin Laden. Terrorism is he said don't get him. Around the world. That was we have decision. greater threats coming out of other countries. A heck of a lot here he goes, here he goes. States. He's about to turn his back. We don't have military encampments there. We don't keep people there. We have over the horizon capability to keep them from going after us. Ladies and gentlemen, it was time to end a 20-year war. Thank you so much. Turn the back, turn the back, turn the back, and there's turn the bald spot. Back. Turn the back. No more back. questions. Turn in the back to America. He is this such guy an sucks. idiot, man. <clears throat> that is what 81 million people voted for. Ugh. I, yeah, 81 million people are pretty quiet right now. Pretty damn quiet. Not really saying anything. What in a what an absolute absurd. The whole absolute was disgusting couple of months. I mean, we're seven and a half months into this. Into, pray, his, into his presidency. Pray for our. We're not even a year in, and he's pray and for our troops. On. Pray for our children. Pray for pray for Afghanistan. Each man. other. Pray for Afghanistan. We're in for a really wild ride here, folks. Yeah, we're in some deep shit. Unfortunately, it's been a very somber episode. I've been really quiet because I, I'm like, you're falling asleep, disgusted. Dude. I am disgusted on, by this. You're just no, falling I'm asleep tired, over there. You're all burnt out. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. But you know, beyond that, it's just you know, I'm, I'm honestly sickened and disgusted by what I'm seeing. How could you and, not be? Yeah, it's uh. It's absurd. Well, this was a long episode, but it deserved the attention. And let's roll out some of that beautiful Rhode Island Reds, the podcast outro music for oh, you. Oh, we got the perfect one tonight for it's, our buddy Joe Biden. For for Joe Biden, this is probably what he's playing after his freaking debacle. Sitting there all drinking his whiskey in the White House, all, all half all drunk, sitting on his chair. Blank stared. Uh, 
Oh, it's terrible. Guys, have a great night. We'll be back next week with more. Uh, See you later. Hopefully we're in a better mood. I don't know why I said the things I said Rides like a knife, it can cut deep inside Words are like weapons, they wound sometimes I didn't really mean to hurt you If I could turn back time